Okay, guys, we're at the uh, the top of Dafyad Aleph and Aleph. We were talking. The last thing we talked about, if you remember, was the issue of um, when was the world created, and then like all these other things that seem to happen either in Tishrei or in Nisan. So um, I think we're at the door of Tanya, about seven lines down on Yadalaf and Aleph. It says Tanya Rebelazomer Minaisha B'Tishrei Nivra Olam. For we already know that the world was created in Tishrei. Shneimar just says Vayomer Elokim Tadsheha Aritz Desha Esav Mazria Zera Eitz Pri. Okay, so the God said the land should uh, give forth grass, uh, seeds, and uh, fruit trees. Ezehu Chodesh Haaretz Motziah, and the Bach says here, it's not just Motziah, what does he say? Uh, I lost my place here. Mileah Dishaim, Bi'ilam Mile Pero. What's the month where everything's sort of full and the trees are full of fruit? Is that Tishrei? So that's Tishrei. Okay, so you see that. So the God's talking about creating the world, that's Tishrei. And that time is a time of, let's say, like growth. And the rains fell and everything grew. So the mist rose up from the ground. Okay, so that's what you see. That it seems evident from um, the story of creation that the world was created in the Tishrei. That's sort of the season that we were in. Rabbi Shua, Well, he has the same question, but about Nisan, not Tishrei. Well, it's exact same pasuk. So what's going on here? So he also asks, what is the month where the land is? Again, the box also says motzi'ah. So basically, the same phrasing. Right, the grass comes out and the uh, and the tree brings out fruits. There, there's a difference. Motzi peru as opposed to mleya, right? Um, right, is that right? He said it differently there. Uh, yeah, because Rabbi said ilan malay peru. Here it says ilan is motzi peru. Have you is that Nissan? That's Nissan, right? That's the month where the, the tree starts to bloom and blossom and things like that. This is the time where the different animals, uh, like Mizavgim is like the word zook, like they pair up, they start to mate with each other. It says the sheep wear karim. Now the word karim is understood here to mean pregnancy. Okay, the, the sheep starts to get pregnant. That's in the springtime. Okay. Vidas Nami. So we have the other opinion also, right? So we have two opinions here, right? In this Braita, it was Rabbi Lazar and Rabbi, and Rabbi Yeshua. So Rabbi Lazar also, Haktiv Eitz Osepri. He says, yeah, but it also says Eitz Osepri. So what does he do with that Pasuk? He says, no, Ahu, Libracha, Lidorodu, Dichlib. Yeah, that's talking about a Bracha for all generations. Not necessarily that exact moment, but for all generations. For all time, that's what these trees do. Dichlib, yeah, sorry. Beidach Nami, Haktiv Eitz Pri. And the other one says Eitz Pri, that is sort of a. Uh, the tree that has fruits on it. So what does Rabbi what does Rabbi Yoshua do with that? Ahu kidder Rabbi Yoshua ben Levi. That's in the corner of Rabbi Yoshua ben Levi. Rabbi Yoshua ben Levi kol maaset bereshit nivru l'daatan. Let's say that kol matan should read it or not. Nivru l'daatan, nivru l'tivyonan, nivru. So the kol matan nivru l'daatan, nivru l'tivyonan, nivru. Meaning that all maaset bereshit was made sort of like as it was, like with its proper intention. Rashi says the kol matan nivru v'hainu eats pre ra'oi hayalit on pre miyad. It was like suitable to have fruits immediately. So it's like the kol matan. It's like its proper like size. It wasn't like the world was created. You have like little tiny saplings that can't grow true, you know, fruit for a while. Or l'daatan. Um, what does it say? Um, that the trees all agreed to it. It was like, they all agreed, whatever that means. That the trees agreed to uh, to be uh, to be created. But each one has its own sort of like measure, has its own sort of form or shape. 
Okay, back in the back in the Gemara, where it says Shnei Mar, the pasuk says Vayichulu Hashemayim Vaaretz Vachol Tzvaam. Says that you can be the whole heavens and earth for the Tzvaam. Tzvaam means like they're hosts. Vaalti creates Tzvaam. Don't read it as Tzvaam. Elatziv Yonam, like they're a different uh, uh, form. However, they are. Okay, okay, so that's the idea. Great. So they each have sort of like legitimate uh, opinions as to whether it was the fall or whether it was the spring, and they're both based on all the same sukkim, but just you read it slightly differently, and there's different opinions. Okay. Well, once we say that, so then we go on talking about the avot. We said the avot were born, right? What did we say earlier? That betishrei uh, no do avot, right? And I think we both, everyone agree, right? So it says like this. Um, yeah. Sorry, no, no, that was a machloka, right? We should have said Nisa. Okay, so let's see like this. So Gemara says, like, as follows. Rabbi Lozar Omer, Minayishe b'tishrei no du avo. From what we see, we know that the avo were born in Tishrei. They were pointing out that Yitzchak's going to be a little bit of an exception to the rule. It's really going to be Avram and Yaakov we talked about. Rabbi Shnei Mar says, Vayikahalu el hamelech shalmol kol ish Yisrael b'yarech ha'itanim b'chag. Okay, that they all gathered. This is Malcham Aleph. They all gathered to the King Shlomo, all the Jewish people in the Yerach Eitanim, the month of Eitanim, the strong ones. Bechag means on Sukkot. Okay, so that's what this is by the Chanukah Hamikdash. Okay, so it was in the Sukkot time. But Yerach Shenodubo Eitanei Olam. The Gemara picks up on this idea of Yerach Eitanim. Eitan means strong. That means it's the month in which the strong ones of the world were born. So Gemara says, "My Masha the high Eitan lishta the tekipeu." Where do we see that the word Eitan is a language of strength? Kidichtiv says, "Eitan moshavecha, your settlement is strong." The American says, "Shimu harim adrif Hashem b'ha Eitanim moseharis." Listen up, the mountains to the uh, quarrel of Hashem, and the Eitanim, the strong ones, the moseharis, the foundations of the world. Ve'omer, and furthermore, kol dodi hinezagva medalega leharim mekapesel hagvaot. So it says, uh, "Listen up, my beloved. It is uh, you know." Jumping on the mountains, skipping over the hills. What do you mean jumping over the mountains? It's with the merit of the forefathers. Skipping over the hills. With the merit of the foremothers. Okay. Uh, the point is, the point is that we're connecting the Eitanim right to this uh, this time period, right in the Chag, which is Sukkot, which is in Tishrei. So if that's when they were born. So then that's what, that's what we get. Okay. Rabbi Shua Mer Minai Shabin Nisan no Duavoza. He disagrees. He says it's Nisan. Shin Amar, he says a different Pasuk. Okay. Now it's interesting that he also chooses a Pasuk about the same general idea, the idea of the of the building of the Beit HaMikdash. He says it was the 480th year from when Benesha left Mitzrayim. It was the fourth uh, year in the month of Ziv. In the month of Ziv. Okay, it's the month in which the glory, like the glorified ones uh, of the world were born. Now it's interesting, Rashi, everyone points out that the Chodesh Ziv is ER. It's ER, okay? And we're talking about Nisan, so it's a little bit off, okay? But, um, but Rashi explains that maybe it was like a leap month, I think he says here, if I think I'm right. Uh, yeah, it could be like it was a leap year, or it could be that like, there was sort of like the the, the kufa, like the, the particular season, the equinox was extended that year. Either way, the point is, it's like, yeah, basically, it's the right time period. That's the idea that's our intended. What is the point of it, like the specific month, or is it just like the general time of year? Well, they said it as a specific month, so it should be accurate. But you're right, it probably is like you can fudge it a little bit. The Kabbalah doesn't seem too upset that it's like sort of not exact, not so precise. That means the springtime, I guess. But but yeah, it, it did say Nissan, so I guess we should be somewhat specific. And you'll see later on some of the calculations are pretty specific, so. 
Okay. Kamar says, uh, it says here, Vidachnami or Behaktiv, Beyeracha Etanim. Okay, but it's nice. So you have, so one guy gives, so Rabbi Lazar uses the Pazag of Yeracha of Etanim, and the other one, Rabbi Shur, uses the Pazag of Chodesh Ziv. Well, each one has to deal with the other one's Pazag. So, what does Ziv mean? Ziv is glory, literally. Glory, literally means glory, but Chodesh Ziv is ER. Okay, that's, uh, okay, if you lose, if we read the Tanakh, if you read Chodesh Ziv, so they'll, they'll say it's, it's ER. Okay, so, it says, Behaktiv Yeracha Etanim. Who does Rabbi Shur do the word Yeracha Etanim, the strong ones? So Hadam the Tikive be mitzvot says no. That's talking about a month that is very strong in mitzvot. Rashi points out you have Rashana, Yom Kippur, Shofar, Lulav, Sukkot, all these wonderful mitzvot. That's what Yerach Haitanim is, the month of Tishrei. And I say no, short of our Torah to uh, to pull out of your pocket when you get to uh, the month of uh, Tishrei. That's the idea of Tikive be mitzvot. V'idach namin and then one of Rabbi Lazar also Hakti b'cholish ziv. What does he do with the pasuk cholish ziv? Ahu the itba ziva the ilani says there there's glory for the trees. What do you mean? You go outside in the ER, right here we are, we're in the ER, and everything is blooming and blossoming, it's beautiful, like the trees are so great. As opposed to when in Tishrei, when everything kind of is well, I guess you have the fruits, but things starting to like uh, you know the fall, things are trying to you know uh, to die out. Okay, to Amar Rabbi, Rabbi, as Rabbi points out, Haiman did not be Nisan, Ilani Anybody who walks out into the you know in, in the days of Nisan and sees trees that are blossoming, Omer Baruch Shalochi That person has to make this bracha. We call it the Birkati Ilanot. Like blessed is he who hasn't made lacking the world or anything, and he created these wonderful creations and these good trees for people to enjoy. Okay, and the halacha is you make this uh, the bracha right in Nisan when you see fruit trees that are. Blossoming, so it's, that, so it's like exactly the idea that uh, that would be the ziv, the ziv of the ilani. Okay, now moving along. Man amar benisan notu benisan metu. One who says that they were born these uh, the other were born in Nisan, it means they also died in Nisan. Man amar betishrei notu betishrei metu. They were born in Tishrei, they died in Tishrei. How do we know? Shnei Marja says vayomer alehem ben mea v'asim shana anuchi hayom. Moshe says to Israel that I'm 120 years old today. Sheinta milomar hayom. It doesn't have to say today. Umata Middle Mariom. So what is the positive telling us when it tells the word today? Hayom Malu Yamayushnatai. Today my years and days have been completed, Moshe says. The Lamdacha that teaches this idea is sort of a I think sort of a well known idea. Shakadosh Barcha, Yoshev Mimalesh, no Tan Shasadikim Yom Leom, Mechodesh Lachodesh. The Hashem sits and fills the years of the Tzadikim from day to day and month to month. Right? You get like sort of the exact like you die on your birthday is like this great segula, right? Because it means you're a tzaddik. Shinemar says that Misparya Mecha Amale is that the days of your of your uh, your the number the count of your days or years, whatever, I will fill up. I will, Hashem will make them complete years. It's a symbolic thing that's complete. So if you say they were born in Tishrei, they died in Tishrei, born in Nisan, died in Nisan. Moshe Rabin is the model for that. Okay. Good. So that's the Avot, quote-unquote. But we said that's only going to be of Avram and Yaakov because we see, but Pesach Nolad Yitzchak. So he said that Yitzchak was born on Pesach, Minalan. So where do we know this from? So here's an interesting calculation. Kedichtiv, as the Pesach says about uh, when the Malachim come to Avram and Sarah, the Malach says to them, Lemo'ed ashuve lecha. Right? Lemo'ed. And on the Mo'ed, I will return to you. Now, the simple explanation of that Pesach, Lemo'ed ashuve lecha, most of our thing, and the simple shot means like this, next time this year. Right, next time, this same time period, right, Mo'ed means like a time period. So this time next year, I'll come back to you, you have a son. Okay? The Gemara does not just stand that way. The Gemara just stands Mo'ed here means a Mo'ed, like a Yantif. Okay? You're going to have a child on a Yantif. So the Gemara says, Eimat Kai. So when were they standing? Like, where? Were, what was it right now? And what does it mean? Like the next Yantif, you're going to have a child. How does that, how does that calculation work? So if they're sitting now, it's Pesach. Now, by the way, you should realize that this is going to be not commensurate with certain other Midrashim. Like, for example, right, isn't there a Midrash that they were, that was Pesach that day? Is there a Midrash that was like, uh, because he made Chalot Matzot? 
Korban Pesach, I think, is the major. Korban Pesach, right? So you see, it's not going to work out so over that one. Anyway, so if it's Pesach, pick Amalei Batzeres. So if it's Pesach, so what's the next Moed? Shavuot. What are you talking about? The Yomim Mikayoldo, but she can give birth in 50 days. That doesn't work. That's impossible. Okay? Uh, which is also so interesting because the whole thing's so crazy, right? Sarah is 90 years old and she's going to give birth to a child, which is bizarre. So he says, oh yeah, but you can't do it in 50 days. Like, if you're already making a miracle, you can make one miracle. You can't make a crazy miracle. Anyhow. Okay, so Ella's a Kaibat Sarah. So it must be the Hus Shabuas. So you say, okay, but in Tishra you're going to have the child. But again, I can't be Chamisha Yarche Mika Yalda, why she gave birth in five months? That's not how it works. Ella de Kaibachag, the Kalma Benisan. Okay, so he must be sitting on the Sukkis time. Okay, that's Tishrei. Okay, and he's telling you to be born in Nisan, which is Pesach. Perfect. That's going to be exactly what we want to say. But again, the Gemara says, Akati Bishita Yarche Mika Yalda, but still, six months she's going to give birth. That's not how we, you know, basic biology. So Gemara says, Tana Otashana Muber. It says, no, that was a leap month. It was a leap month. Okay, so really it was seven months. Now, it's important to realize that in the Gemara's understanding of how human biology works, they thought when children were born, there were two possibilities. A baby could be born after seven months of pregnancy or after nine months of pregnancy. There is this concept in Halacha, in the, in the original sources, that a baby that's born in the eighth month is not going to live. Eighth month is bad. Seven months is good. Nine months is good. Eight months is bad. Okay, that's not what we have. That's not what we have just in science. Nowadays, nowadays, once you get past your eighth month, you're into the ninth month, we consider the, the, the baby's going to be healthy. Right? If a woman, let's say, has a complication with the pregnancy, it's like, get her to that ninth month. If she can get into that ninth month, like, usually the doctor says, she's good to go. Because that's like what you're trying to do, what you're shooting for. Okay, so we obviously understand that, like, you know, the more time, the better, generally, up to the ninth month, less than that's going to be worse. You know, the further back you go, that's not how the Gemara descends. Seventh or ninth is good, eighth is bad. Okay, and then the point is that we're suggesting that there was uh, six months plus one extra leap month, so it's seven months, that would be perfect. Okay, the problem is, the Gemara says, so, so, the problem is, there were the days of Tuma. Now, the Gemara, Rashi explains, there was a Midrash, it says that day, when they came, Sarah became Anida. She became Anida. If that's the case, she's Anida for at least seven days. So that means it's not a full seven months, but it has, seemingly has to be. It has to be, it'll be seven, seven months minus the Yomei Nida. Okay, the Yomei Tuma. So it's not going to be seven months either. So we're stuck. How are you, how are you supposed to say we're that Yisrael was born on Pesach? Yep. Yes, that's also the assumption. Correct. That Sarah is following. Yes, we should be on Tamea. Yes, so she's not going to have a relationship with Anita. Correct. That's correct. All this stuff in the Midrash all mixed together. So Amar Marzudra, Marzudra says, hold on, I'll explain how it works. Even according to the Bina says, that woman who gives birth over nine months cannot give birth to Mekutain means early, meaning that a nine-month pregnancy has to be full nine months. You can't have eight months in two weeks. You can't have eight months in three days, three weeks. It has to be nine full months. Nonetheless, you let the Shiva, you let the Mekutain. If she gives birth for seven months, which is also by Option you can give birth to partials, meaning as long as you're into the seventh month, you're good to go. This is about when Hannah gives birth to Shmuel, becomes Shmuel Hanavi. It says, It was like the time periods of the days. The minimum of Tkufot is two. Now, Tkufa in Halakha usually means a full season of about three months. So the minimum tukufot is two, which means it's going to be six months. Umi ut yamim shnaim, and the num and the and the minimum number of days in plural is two. So you get six months and two days. Okay. And the idea is that Shmuel was basically was born after after Hannah being pregnant for six months and two days, which shows you that as long as you're into the seventh month, it's okay. We should work the same thing for Sarah. So she became, if she became a nida, let's say in Tishrei, then she became pregnant, and then she would be able to. Uh, what's it called, give birth
after uh, seven months, even if it was seven months minus some other time. Okay, one thing I thought was just, just a side question, which you guys can think of on your own, and whatever, is it doesn't have to be there was Rosh Chodesh Tishrei that she became pregnant. She had become Tishrei uh, pregnant on Sukkot, which means that if they came, I mean, I'll get, uh, I take it back. Actually, if it came to Am Chag, I take it back. That's not a good question. Okay, the Gemara says as follows. Rosh Hashanah Nitkada Sarah Rachel V'chanah. So the Mishnah, the, the, uh, the Brayta got to say that on Rosh Hashanah Sarah Rachel V'chanah, we're all remember Nitkada, all remember, quote unquote, okay, that Hashem should have decided to take these women who had been barren until that point, they were Akarot, and now um, giving them the ability to have children. So, so where did we get this idea that they were all remembered, quote unquote, on Rosh Hashanah, which actually works nicely for at least for Sarah, for our purposes. It means if Sarah, uh, if they came on uh, Sukkot, so okay, so Hashem remembered, so to speak, a little bit before that. Okay, so what's the source of this? Amra Belazar, Adya Pkita, Pkita, Adya Zechir, Zechir. So it's always interesting, I got it, that you have these Gzeir uh, Shavas, so we'll have two Gzeir Shavas, put them all together, we're going to get this. Okay, Pkita, Pkita, but connect the term Pakad, which is a like form, a verb that means kind of remember, and also Zechir, Zechir, we'll learn from Zechir, Zechir, also a verb that means remember. Ktib Rachel, Vayizkor, Lehimit Rachel, it says, Barachel, Hashem remembered Rachel, Ukti Bechana, Vayizkorea, Hashem. It says, Bechana, that Hashem remembered her. And if you want to connect those, that word zechira that connects Rachel and Chana with Rosh Hashanah, right? A uh, Shabbaton that is a remembrance of the Torah. Okay, so we have a halacha about zechira and Torah, right? But nonetheless, uh, and it is in the Agadata, it connects this idea that Rosh Hashanah represents zikaron, so he remembered them. So that was on Rosh Hashanah. Pkida, pkida. Okay, so you have Chana uh, and and uh, and Rachel uh, connecting to Rosh Hashanah with the word Zechira, and then Chana uh, uh, being the linchpin because it also says by her Pakad, and it says by Sarah Pakad too. Put them all together, and we have, they're all remembered on Rosh Hashanah. A couple more lines. Gemara says Yatsai Yosef sorry Rosh Hashanah Yatsai Yosef Bebeit Ha'asurim Yosef left the jail on Rosh Hashanah as well. Minalim from when you know that the Dichtiv as it says Tiku B'Chodesh Shafar B'Kesa Le'Yom Chagenu right blow the the the, uh, the shofar and the Kesa Le'Yom Chagenu Kichok Li'Israel because it's a statue for for Bnei Israel. What does it mean? Uh, it says it goes on and starts. The pasuk goes on to say a dude Be'Hosef Samo Bitzeto Vigomer. So if you can see this pasuk which is the Tiku B'Chodesh Shafar B'Kesa Le'Yom Chagenu which is a pasuk about Rosh Hashanah. This is the pasuk in Tehillim. Okay, but it seems to be a reference to Rosh Hashanah, and if you continue the pesukim in Perak, it goes on to say, "Yosef Samo Beseto Behosef." That's Yosef Beseto when he leaves. So I guess Yosef left when it was Bachado Shafar Bekesedim Chagenu, which was Rosh Hashanah. We'll stop there.